Hey, Talking Turtle here. Welcome to my podcast. Technically, this is the actual episode one. Whereas one, it's, this is going to be my one of my stories from middle school and some of the horror stories that I have from middle school. There's a disclaimer warning. If the mention of any ethnicity offends you, this is not your kind of video, because the place I live, ethnicity is not like a racial thing, it's just that it is an, it's an important part of this story. So, after your whole disclaimer put up, let's get into this story. So, in middle school, I was the quote-unquote black sheep of the entire school. Because of my ADHD and my high energy, and my whole big I most of my life I wasn't around other kids. So when I finally meet other people my age, I get so energetic and excited that people kind of let's just say push me away because they don't know how to deal with me. So during most of school, I stay with my same four main friends, and I still talk to them to this day, except one of them sadly left not a while ago. But yeah. So, middle school was just kind of just middle school and elementary school are uncomfortable. should point this out. In the school that I go to, the middle and elementary school are combined. I don't know how it is for other schools in across the world, but in my area, it's just in one area. It's just like in the very front of the school, it's elementary school. And the bunch of like portable trailers are the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade school area. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little uncomfortable when you get middle school, how just uncomfortable the classrooms get. But elementary school, it was fun for when you don't think of how, what is say a certain vice principal, I won't mention names, she did not like me for some reason. They just did not like me. For the purpose of the story, I will have to say I am, I am ethnic. Speak English. I am technically black. I I am. I'm not like dark black. I am brown. And at my school, there is hardly any black kids. I out of most of my time there, there were just barely a few, and it was mostly Mexican who publicly were that were the were the predominant race in the school. And the reason it's important is because most of them were related. So if you pissed off one person, you made their entire family upset. So if you're me, who accidentally steps on someone's toes at recess and gets them mad because I was too stupid to say sorry or anything like that, I'm too busy trying to chase a dodgeball halfway across the blacktop. Then you have 30 kids yelling at you because you accidentally hurt someone. And for me, having almost no friends or family, I didn't know what to do with it. So most of my time at school, one thing messed up. I tried to plead my case with an accent. And when you have like 30 people versus one person, you can't really do much about that. When I say 30 versus one, I pretty much mean it. Like, at the school, at my school, the vice principal, instead of just asking the two parties, they would ask witnesses. For some stupid reason, they would ask anyone, like, elementary school kids won't lie to protect their friends back. But she would just ask everyone what happened. Even, like, the even their 
quote-unquote yard duties she would ask them they would say what happened she would ignore what they said because 10 kids outweigh one adult all the time according to her so i was always shacked with the blame including one time where i was doing nothing we were in the lunch line and for us the lunch the cafeteria is directly next to the main office and when you're in line, the ca- the lunch line goes to into the cafeteria, out, and crosses right in front of the main office, and goes down the hallway. So if you're standing in line, the main office is like right there. It's like a two-second walk. One day, I'm in line, sitting around, fiddling with my lunch card, just waiting to get some meatloaf or something. I don't remember. And then one of the kids I made mad because I think... I bumped him once with a dodgeball because I was running and I didn't see him come up to me and ask me a question. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was some type of like smart react, smart insult, something like that. But I just acted stupid and I was, I was very stupid. I was a very stupid child. I barely could get basic math, right? Let alone someone asking me, someone who I do not know asking me a question. So... After that ordeal, I don't know what led up to it, but all I remember is that he turned to me and just whacked me with all this force into my gut. Just full-fledged punched me. I went down like it knocked the wind out of me. I know what is elementary school students, but elementary school students can still punch like heck. And... It knocked me down. Like, I did nothing. I didn't touch him. I didn't even want to look at him. I was punched in the gut. One of the lunch ladies helped take me to the vice principal's office. While I sat there, I asked, I, she told me what happened. I'm like, I don't know. He just punched me. Her words were, well, so you had to do something to provoke him. And I, I being the little kid me, said, maybe I did do something that made him mad. So... She goes out, grabs him, she brings him in, he asks a question, he just didn't, he just lied. I don't, again, I don't remember half the stuff he said. I was more focused on, my stomach really hurts. So, at the end of the day, I was sacked with in-school suspension for a week while he got off scot-free. Yeah, a kid comes up, punches you in the stomach, and then you get the one that gets the detention. It's really fun. Nothing. In my school, we don't do detention because holding kids after class is a big no-no in our state. Or even after class, after school, all that, it's a big no-no. So we never really did that. We did in-school suspension where instead of going to class, you sat in the front office next to the cold outside door all day long on a, with a clipboard. It wasn't bad like I'm being punished. It was more I'm uncomfortable because I have to sit here in dead silence and the two office ladies, which I do, they were really nice. They they were nice. They were strict, but they were nice. They did their job well. They just sit there and made sure you just sat there in an uncomfortable chair, staring around. There's only one thing you could do in there while you waited. Get extra hydrated because they had a nice water fountain right in between the two benches. It's a nice water fountain. Every three seconds, you get up, take a long drink, sit back down, wet another three seconds, take another drink. I won't lie, I've never been so much water in one day, just sitting, even when I'm running the mile run, I've never drinking that much water in one day than being in detention or suspension. Yeah, but 
in middle school, I had so many bullies like that. Just They would just attack me for no reason. Until, or in elementary school. It, when middle school hit, I got one of my new friends. I'm not going to mention his name right now. But, I don't know if he wanted to be mentioned. But, he was the kind of kid that had a rough growing up. But when he first, he was a new kid in our school, and me and my other friends thought, hey, a new person, let's go make friends with him. That's what we did, and funny enough, he was a pretty good guy. Fast run, like, you can never, you will never see him run, but he get from point A to point B within a blink of an eye. But he had a policy of mess with my friends, and I will mess with you. And he was able to message people not even touching without even touching him. Just his whole just attitude towards everyone just threw everyone off at our school. In our school we had like the hierarchy of who was like the top kid and who was at the bottom. And of course I knew it because of course I was at the bottom, not not surprisingly. But the top kids, they weren't like super special. Yes, they're athletically strong, stuff like that. But the top kids usually were the nicer ones. It was the middle group that were bad. It was the middle group that just had such a negative attitude to everyone as if they were superior. So when he came around and became from the us, all the people who used to bully me started to back down when they realized that there's someone that's willing to stand up for the kid that, that can't get stood up for. It's also helped me get stronger and started standing up to people who were trying to push me around. So... Eventually, we became more friends. I actually started getting an actual friend group, not just four people. We actually were making a group of friends, and it was actually pretty nice. I got to the point where I was able to stand up for myself. In the end, someone stabbed me in the face with a giant, with not giant, but a sharp stick. Made me pat out by the big gash across my face. And, well, I'll just say this, my friend. Friend, I'll say I don't support his actions, but I am thankful for them. If that makes any sense, that the next day he just avoided me. He would not come near me. I don't know what my friend did. I don't. I I can take a guess, but all I know is that he, that guy avoided me. He never came near me again. I don't even remember why he stabbed me. He just one day I'm walking around. He calls my name, pulls me around the corner, and just there it is, stick to the face. Yeah, they this my school treated us a lot. It kind of felt like junior prison in some cases. Like on a rainy day, like it could be the lightest drizzle, like a single drop of the water. They would pack all of elementary and all of middle school into one tiny, like really small building called the multi-purpose room. It was like no bigger than like your like half of a gymnasium, like not even that. Like, you could fit at most, like, 128 people, and if you did, they'd be packed like sardines, it would feel like. And they had to fit over 200. So, yeah, it was very uncomfortable in there, and all they would do was give us weird, half-broken board games, where all we did was I played Connect 4. I'll say this, I was a champion at Connect 4. I was undefeated. I don't remember how many wins, but I was undefeated. One of the... Funnest games I've ever... I've won the best game. Nowadays, it's boring, but geez, when you're a kid, it's so fun. Yeah, but that's cool. Like, it was just felt like everyone's out to get you if you weren't family or close f- friends with the family. It's how it was. It felt like the Italian mafia sometimes. 
but with my friend there, he just made everyone know that he will not take whatever you want to throw at him. He will not take it. To the point where even when it came to close friends, he would break between other friends if they got too aggressive to him. To the point where I had to try to mend things back. I usually did. And when high school hit, sadly, our friend group started to dissipate, break down a little bit. Just because high school is where people start going their own way. But I will never forget him. I've been recently trying to get in contact with him again. Heck, one of these days, who knows, he might be on this podcast. It'd be kind of nice. Hey, he might be listening to this podcast right now. It'd be it'd be good. Uh, the only hint I'll get to his name is that there's a reason that there's... The whole big name thing about him is that there's a reason he likes to be called Wolf. And only him and our close friends will probably know who he is. So, yeah, well, thank you for what you did. You helped me. You pulled me out of tough times. Now, now we're going to move on from elementary and some middle school to deep into middle school. Mostly 7th grade. Ooh, 7th grade was interesting. 7th grade was the year that my friend Wolf showed up. That's when he showed up. 6th grade, it was just me and my other two and my other three friends. Just us, but 7th grade, he showed up. At the beginning, when we first started meeting him, not much, not much, that much changed. What really changed was when he stood up for me, and I realized if you stand up to someone, they stop messing with you. The whole leave them alone and they'll get bored of you doesn't work. So I started doing what he did. Someone messed with me, I said something about it. To the point where I got aggressive about it. Really aggressive. One day in, I think, in 7th grade history class, our history teacher, like, nowadays we have, like, those smart boards and, like, Elmo, like, um, uh, like, like, projectors. But this teacher, she liked to use the old, like, light with, like, a whiteboard marker and a clear sheet of paper strategy. Why? No idea. She just liked it the old way. She was our history teacher. But one day, with the projector, she kept on, like, a wheel table in the corner of the classroom next to a wall. So we were lining up to get out the door. Yes, my school was all about lines. To the point where they literally painted yellow lines across the entire school. So if you're walking to one place to another, you would have to follow the yellow line and stand on the yellow line. I'm not joking about that. I, if I could upload photos here, I will literally show a photo of that. I can. I live right across the street from my school, so I can just go there and just take a picture. But it's like we had yellow lines across the every hallway. You have to follow the yellow line. And when you're in elementary school, if you don't follow the yellow line, you get in trouble. Heck, I got suspended because I wouldn't follow the yellow line in first grade. Heck, in first grade, I lost it. I got suspended for not following the yellow line. I got suspended for talking with my friend. Heck, I got banned from using a pencil sharpener on the first day of elementary school because I had to sharpen my pencil a bunch because I didn't know how to use a pencil. Because I've never used a pencil. I only used crayons. And even then, I used big crayons. So, yeah, first grade was this kind of horror show. Yeah, but going back to seventh grade, I was in history class. We were lining up ready to leave the classroom, and then, well, 
one of the kids that I told you that I said that he they have big family stuff like that. I walk around and I actually step on the back of their shoe. You know that thing where you step onto the back of someone's shoe and it pulls their heel out of their shoe and it's really it's really annoying. I know it is. I'm very discoordinated. And when I did that, I immediately apologized. I said I'm sorry and I told him I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I this is I was just getting out of my chair. I didn't see you there. Saying all stuff. He said nothing. He just turned around, yelled at me in Spanish. In my school, they loved to do that because they knew I didn't speak Spanish. And they would yell at me at it because I looked so confused. And I just said one thing. I admit I shouldn't have said that, but I said one thing to him that might have pushed him off. I forgot, but I think I said one. I think it was, I forgot. It was like some swear word in Spanish. It just made him so mad. He was just pushing me. Like, pushed me from, like, the middle of the classroom all the way up to the wall. Again and again. I don't know why he would do that, but he just kept pushing me all the way there. And I was literally pinned up against the wall. The teacher wasn't even paying attention. She was just sitting in the corner doing whatever. But the one thing I remember is that there was that, that old school projector right next to me. And this kid was pushing me. And the one thing I had then is that in elementary in middle school, I was a tall person. I was one of those really tall people. So I had one thing. I had one special thing. I thought maybe if I do this. What was oh? Maybe if I did this one special thing, it would stop. So I I put my hand onto the projector. He pushes me one more time. I turn it on, and I just the whole light just flashes straight into his eyes. Like that thing is bright orange, and it just right into his eyes. It caught him off guard. He stepped backward, tripped, and fell back first into almost all the desks. Just fully back first into the desk. And I I won't lie, I'm not perfect. I died laughing. <laughs> I just sat there like dying like like donkey sounds laughing when I saw that happen. Of course we were sent to the vice principal, but this time I felt told her you can give us both detention. I won't lie. I did something stupid. He did something stupid. And surprisingly enough, this guy fully agreed with me. He said that we both did something stupid. And we both got detention. For some reason, he got two days shorter than me. He, I, got a, I got five days. He got three. So, again, bias. But, yeah fair i and i was fully accepted like we didn't have to write all the papers down go through all the hassle we just fully admitted to what we did and after that me and him we never hated each other we just kind of had this like mutual like we were stupid let's try to be nicer to each other now and in high school he was a really nice guy in high school he was really chill really relaxed this shows that sometimes the bully can actually turn out to be a pretty pretty chill guy just you mess with someone on the wrong day. You push someone over the limit right on the wrong day. And for the for this last story for today's episode, I'm going to try to keep the episode around 20 minutes, maybe a little bit more. We're going to be talking about the 6th grade, in, or we're going to talk about the 7th grade incident. I know this is a big story to bring up on my technically first episode, but I want to bring this up because I think it would be a funny story. So, seventh grade, we had this, we had, uh, how do I put this in correct words? 
we had this sport like our math teacher was also a big sports fan so he made something called sports elect or elect sports where he would take us out go to the park that's literally right next to the school like his entire grassy park like almost like forest like like there was the only thing separating that in the school was like a thin chain link fence that's it like is like like it looks like you it has a big open field for like baseball and by open field I mean it's just grass with like a baseball gate thing the thing the pit that the batter stand in front of the big metal gate thingy majigger thing with a park and a playground a bunch of trees and stuff like that. Really nice area. I'm but good and take a picture of it. So I signed up for this thing because I want to learn how to do sports. I never learned sports. Heck, at that time, I didn't know how to throw a football. So I go out there, I start learning, I start teaching. Then I see something. I see vines. I see giant sticks. So I'm like, hey, teacher. He's like, what What, what you need? I'm like, can I go do a science experiment? He looks at me saying, if you're science, if you're science, I can't speak English. If your science experiment involves you breaking another one of my rulers, don't. And that's another story. I broke one of his rulers and big that's another story from another day. I told him that I won't break anything. Nothing that's yours at least. He's like he looked at me suspiciously, but he said, Go ahead, but I'm watching you. I walk out, I grab a couple of tree branches, I grab some vines, I do a bunch of stuff, and then by the end when he's not paying attention to me, I walk up to him. And I show him a, trust me on this, this is absolutely crazy for the 7th grade year old me at the time. I walk up to him with a full gigantic stick vine pickaxe. And I say giant, I mean like those giant Fortnite pickaxes that, that you use. For saying I don't play Fortnite, I don't care, judge me if you want, I don't play Fortnite. But it's like that big of a pickaxe. He looks at me saying, why did you build that? Well, this is supposed to be a sports thing. I told him, well, you need, I don't know, is survival sports? He just, he didn't even, love, he just looked at me dead, and all he said, all he said was that, that's not coming back to school campus. I'm like, okay then. I walk over, I lean up against the fence, right after school, he's over, still in the, in the, forested park area training with soccer team he turns around see me walk inside the walk inside the gated forest area grab my grab the pickaxe walk out walk home with it <laughs> the next day when he asked me what i did with it i said i put it in my room even though my grandma's yelling at me to throw it outside i dragged it up to my room and it sat there for about a year and a half before i threw it out because i forgot it was in the back of my closet I don't know what story I thought about sharing, but that's what I built different tools for about six months in a sports class. I made hammers, pickaxes, shovels, swords. I can make. I made everything. The worst one was the hammer, since it was actually lethal. Cause it was with a giant piece of concrete, where I literally had to dismantle it in front of the teacher. Just because rules are rules. Get go around where we wielding like a twenty pound hammer. We've had issues with violence at our school before. That's again story for another time. But that was a little bit of a. I was a little bit of a dumb child, or not dumb. I was. 
a unique child back in middle school. Yeah, unique is the word. Well, that wraps up today's episode of Talking Turtle. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please, please share and tell your friends about this. The more people I learn, the more I can help spread and the more I'll make these episodes. Hope you all have a nice day and stay safe out there, everybody.